Hi everyone, welcome back to the Beauty and the Nurse podcast. I'm your host, Kimberly Korn, and I offer advice on beauty, health, wellness, and lifestyle from a nurse's perspective. So today we will be talking about more of lifestyle and business with a special guest who knows a lot about career advice and what she does for her beauty regimens in the morning and her fitness routine. Hope you enjoy. So this is the 10th and final episode of season one, Beauty and the Nurse. It's been such a learning experience. I really kind of explored my skills in technical podcasting and interviewing and kind of micro-blogging on Instagram. It's something I'm still new at and I'd like to continue to do it. We will be going on a holiday hiatus, so there won't be any new episodes until 2019. Um, I the release date to be determined but I will still be posting on Instagram and giving out information as much as I can through social media um, mainly Instagram at Beauty and the Nurse so let's get the last episode going our final guest for episode one of Beauty and the Nurse will be my older sister Stephanie she is an educator. She teaches in a school, a public school district. She has a master's degree in special ed and a master's degree in education. And she is a partner in a commercial real estate group. So I've learned so much from Stephanie. She's my older sister. She knows a lot about hair and taking care of oneself. Um, She has a really good morning routine that I've always been impressed with and she also just has really good tips on career advice and I really look up to her so here's the interview. So Stephanie thank you for stopping by and being on the show. You're so welcome Kim I'm so honored to be here and a lot of people don't know is that Stephanie actually came up with the name Beauty and the Nurse because I had trouble finding out a name to have for the show and at originally I was thinking the beauty nurse and uh, I, I like that name but it was taken and I was talking about it with Steph and she kind of came up with so I was thinking about beauty like beauty and the beast Belle and I was like how about beauty and the nurse that kind of has a good ring to it, has it. a good ring to it yeah, yeah. So tell us a little bit about yourself, like your typical day and what you do when you wake up and until you get home and go to bed. So since I'm a teacher at a public school, my daily routine is Monday through Friday, waking up around 6.30, 7 o'clock. And, you know, I'll just get ready. I'll always have my coffee running and my Keurig And then I'll fill up my water and then grab my breakfast. And then I run out the door as fast as I possibly can to get to work at 8 o'clock. And I just basically do that every morning. Do you prepare lunch ahead of time? So I will do my best to try to prepare a lunch the night before. 
just because then you're not worried about it in the morning and it what kind really of is lunches helpful. do you have like I, I mean specifically so usually I have like a pretty heavy breakfast I'm lucky enough that my school actually makes like egg and cheese wraps so I'll have those sometimes so that's a really filling breakfast and all I'll really need for lunch is just like a staple salad with chicken uh you know light dressing a little I, I sprinkle a little parmesan cheese for taste mm-hmm, yeah and I always have like cut carrots and tomatoes and it's always so refreshing and delicious so that's okay. what I'll usually have okay and do you do any workouts like after work or so I found this new workout routine um well not really new just new for me I guess it's been around for a little while it's called Orange Theory, and I'm sure that some people have heard of this, but uh, I absolutely love the idea. Uh, you have to sign up for classes, and you're kind of bounded to the classes that you sign up for. So in the middle of the day, if you kind of feel like, oh, maybe I'm not really feeling a workout today, it's kind of hard to cancel because you kind of get penalized if you cancel it so it gives you motivation no i've definitely heard of it like so many people are doing it now and they they'll post their splat points and you know they it's very social yes so splat points is like one of uh their selling points it's when you work out for a certain amount of time you earn splat points and once you earn that you get into this mode called epoch epoc and basically once you get to that point you're burning calories for oh, 36 yeah, hours yeah. after the workout and you feel like you are it's like like if keep, i do you're like burning calories in your sleep yeah as you're sleeping you're sitting still and you're burning calories after the workout and you really feel like you are and you feel so healthy your body feels so amazing And I prefer Orange Theory over just going to a gym, me personally, because I can't push myself at a gym. And I can't push myself to go to a gym. And I know with Orange Theory, I'm getting a full body workout where I'm getting my entire body is feeling it, is going, is uh, having like the best workout possible. And that's why I really love it. And I come out of there and I feel amazing. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Exercise. And I don't like to work out, but yeah. I love doing oh, orange so, theory. Yeah. Exercise give you endorphins. Yeah. And endorphins make you happy. Oh my God. Legally fun. Love it. <laughs> um, so what's like, what kind of exit? Like, I don't really know much about it. What kind of, what kind of workouts do they have? Like so, what's, a, what's a workout? A typical workout would be starting, maybe you start in the weight room. I like to do low weights like five pounds is the highest that I'll go because I'm they're kind free of weights. they're free weights okay. so I'm kind of the kind of person that like I'm a little scared if you I don't bulk, up. bulk up yeah and I feel I have before and I'm not like saying oh, like yeah. oh you know women don't bulk up I personally can tell you I have bulked up so I'm very careful about how many pounds I use with free weights so we'll do uh reps of you know curl uh you know bicep curls and we'll do stuff on the floor we'll we'll do crunches and it's just like full body for like the first half of the class then you get on the treadmill and it's all high in, high interval training 
really feels amazing and they push you and you know what if you feel like you're being pushed too hard slow down like they let you they let you slow down that you can modify it yourself and you decide at your own pace what you want to do so that's what I do and uh, at the end of the workout it feels so great so I noticed you've always had really fabulous hair oh thank you could you tell us some of your recommendations and what you do products treatments whatever Well, I've always had a thing with my hair because growing up, I had very curly, thick hair. And I honestly would have no idea before straightening irons, it was a hot mess. But then I tried to figure out, you know, what I could, what I could do. And um, there were some treatments that I decided uh, to experiment with. So... Uh, I think in seventh grade, I I may have done like a hair straightening thing from a box and that Mm. obviously didn't last very long. I never even heard of that. Yeah, it was in a box at CVS and, you know, I Mm. saw the girl with straight hair on the cover and I just had to (laughs) buy it. But then as I got older, there were other treatments like uh, the Japanese hair straightening which oh, yeah. I did, and I've I, done that too. I and I was told that Queens was the best place to do it. If anyone ever decides that they want to do it, you have to do it in Queens. It's not the healthiest, they say. I think it was anymore. Astoria. It may have been Astoria, right? Um, but you basically sit there for six hours, and they, you know, they iron your hair over and over oh and God, over. It's such a process. I don't know if it's it. It come. It looks so good. It looks amazing. I don't think it's, it's definitely not safe. Like, definitely don't do it if, like, you're expecting. Like, definitely don't do it if you're planning on expect uh, having a child, uh, you know, in the near future. Um, this I did, like, 10 years ago. But I loved it. And it was the best thing I ever decided um, that, that I did. And it doesn't mm. last forever. It lasts, like, six months. Yeah, mine grew out. And then I let it grow out. And then I got a haircut. So it was completely out of my hair. But the only thing was, was that it was too flat. Like, you would come out of the shower, you brush your hair, it would dry, and it would dry straight, and that was great. Yeah. But you wouldn't have body to it. So it was kind of like all flat all day, every day. Um, And if you have extremely thick hair where it's unruly, where straightening irons don't work, it's a great process to have. Um, But then I I switched to... um, Brazilian blowouts and I absolutely loved it it that's something I've never tried it gives you body for your hair it's straight and when you straighten it so is it a chemical I believe they use keratin it's not as potent potent as like as what they use for Japanese hair straightening I'm not exactly sure, but I know that it's safer than uh, than Japanese hair straightening. And I felt like my hair was my hair. I didn't feel like it was totally like pin straight. It had body. It was easier to blow dry. The blow dry That's time good. was yeah. half the time. Wow. And it stayed for a pretty long time. They say that it stays for three months. Mine honestly stayed for like a... Uh, I'll say like a year, but not at its fullest, but for a year at like half of its strength. 
and I did it twice and it was totally worth it every time. You definitely want to tell your hairstylist that one when they are doing it, it's kind of like where they take small pieces and they straighten it. You want to make sure they take every tiny small piece of hair. Really? That they're not like skipping and making like bigger clump bigger clumps of hair for straightened. when you get your hair done after the Brazilian blow? No, during the Brazilian oh, blow process. Oh, don't like leave no stone leave, unturned. Right, exactly. Leave no hair un unblown out. Un unstraightened <laughs> yeah. and blown out, right. Oh, okay. So always make sure that they're taking every little tiny strand and they're, they're going to be annoyed by it, but you know what? You're paying really we good have money. We hair, so we got to we got to fight for yeah, it sometimes. Totally. <laughs> yeah. And okay. uh, you know, give them a good tip and they'll they'll forget all about it. So Okay. Yeah. And do you have any um, specific products that you use that you, you know? So it's interesting that you ask that because I always want to read up on what products to use and what some celebrities use. So I kind of used uh, Kyle Richards. I don't know if you know her. her. From, I love her. They're, she's from Beverly Hills Housewives. She's the one with the really long, like, Beautiful. shiny, gorgeous hair. Like, her, I look at her, I'm like, hair goals, like, right there. She's like life goals. And life, <laughs> oh, totally, life goals. So, I read that she doesn't do anything and that she uses Pantene and she swears that she doesn't promote the brand and that she just has been using Pantene Pro-V for years. And I've been using Pantene Pro-V for I years. I actually, you guys started using Pantene because Stephanie recommended it. <laughs> uh, so, so yeah, I love Pantene. Any, any shampoo... Uh, any shampoo Pantene is so great. Like yeah. smooth and sleek, you know, hair repair, whatever your personal hair needs are, yeah. it's the best. And your hair smells amazing. My husband loves the smell of my I hair. I know. Guys love Pantene. They, yeah. They just do. Uh, yeah. And he doesn't, he thinks it's my smell, which I think is so <laughs> awesome, but uh, I'll never tell him it's the shampoo. I mean, if he, he thinks I smell like that naturally, I'm going to sell it. So, and I love yeah, it. And I've been I, using it for years and I'm actually, I ordered one on Amazon yesterday. So it's coming to my uh-huh. house tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> That's exciting. I love getting products uh, from Amazon in the mail. Um, so what do you, do you recommend anything for hair growth? Growing your hair out really long? So I know that a lot of stylists say, come cut your hair once a month, six weeks, I honestly have never listened to that. I've always let my hair naturally grow out, and it gets pretty long. Like, five months of not getting my hair cut actually makes it grow. Are the ends a little frayed? Yes, but after the five months, I kind of fix that, but Mm -hmm. my hair is grown. Mm -hmm. And I just never, you know, I never believed that, that would help your hair grow more. I think it just makes your hair healthier. Yeah, looking. because your hair actually grows from the root. So that makes sense. And so what I do actually now that you're asking what else like I'm thinking about what else I do to make it grow, I make sure that I brush it down a lot and then I try to wear it down as much as possible. Like if mm-hmm. I'm at home and let's say like my hair doesn't look 
that great down so I wear it down at home you know where no one's like where I'm not really like out and about and it just it's a better mm, way yeah, the, to the let your hair loose constricts. it does hmm, I never so, thought of that yeah and just always brush it and then when you're blow drying it brush it down and uh, it's just it's very good for the hair it's it's good hair hygiene oh okay all right so just to bring this back to business a little bit you've always been good at getting interviews and getting in the door to places your husband is an attorney now because you guided him that way could you tell us some career advice or things you know things you do how do you do it so I basically start with the idea of okay let's build a resume let's talk about you know what are what are your goals and you know what are your interests things that would pop out in a resume and one thing that I've noticed that whenever I went to jobs and when I created a resume, which by the way, I love to create resumes. Yeah, I've created them for uh you did James, it for Mr. Her Nurse. husband, yeah. For Mr. Nurse. Um, I've done it for plenty of friends and my mom's friends. And I just love doing it. I could do it like for hours and hours. And it's it there is an art to it. And I agree. That it has to be aesthetic looking. Aesthetically pleasing because you're thinking about the person who is going through piles of the same looking resumes over and over. And what I wanted to do was like, wow, okay, so what am I going to offer that's going to have uh, the person who's interviewing me is going to say, all right, so like, let's bring it back to Legally Blonde again. Like her resume, it's pink, it smells good, it's yeah. like perfume. Legally Blonde is so relevant. It's so relevant. So... Uh, so yeah, so I'm like, okay, how do I legally, how do I L Woods this? Yeah. So I put like, I'm a, I'm a teacher, so I put like a little picture in the corner of my resume with like, and it's a colored picture of like books and a, and like a globe and like, and a, and a a little clip art, like a little clip art, but like it stood out because I feel like. Maybe some people didn't have anything like that. No, I, I would never think of that. I mean, for certain resumes, I don't recommend that. Like, if you're going to be, like, an attorney or a doctor, I probably wouldn't recommend anything like that. But even, like, a subtle color or, like, an interesting a navy blue. font. Yeah. Something, navy blue font. something like that. You're going to be chosen over someone, you know, maybe, the, like... That has a dull resume because your resume is something that you're supposed to show before the person meets you. So you have to, you know, spice it up a little bit. And they ha- and you help them decide, like, who are they going to call? They have to decide. Hmm. So that's advice about resumes I'd like to give. Okay, thank you. And you're welcome. Thank you for taking the time to being on the show and... I enjoyed having you. I'm sure oh, it was my pleasure. Um, I love to be here anytime. I'd love to come back and answer any more questions. Thanks, Steph. So that's a wrap on season one of the Beauty and the Nurse podcast. Thank you, Stephanie, for doing the interview. I'm sure the listeners can find value in your advice. I certainly do. So thank you. And I look forward to having you on future episodes for season two and beyond that.
All right, so that was the season finale of Beauty and the Nurse season one. It's been a wild ride. Thank you to all the listeners who give me support and and listen to the show. It really means a lot to me. It's something that I enjoy doing and I enjoy giving out information and just any advice that I can give. It's something that's fun and I'm glad that people are responding. And thank you to my family and friends who have put up with my interviews and um, a special shout out to my guests, Lindsay, James, and Stephanie for this season for being interviewed and offering their expertise too. So we will be going on a holiday hiatus. We'll be returning in January 2019. And we look forward to doing more stuff. I want to get some more guests, more professionals. I have a lineup in mind and expand the topics to more about lifestyle and business, but also keep beauty tied in as well. So um, it's been great and we'll see you in 2019 on Beauty and the Nurse.